This is The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. They're running a strange program, y'all. Now, here's Frank Morano. Well, here we are, Black Friday. But the key aspect of Black Friday is that it's Friday. And you know what that means, at least on the East Coast, it's Friday. That means it is time for you to ask questions on anything you like. If you have questions, just dial 800-848-9222. And just because it's a holiday, or actually yesterday was a holiday, doesn't mean I am not going to answer your questions because it is once again time for... The Other Side of Midnight proudly presents Ask Frank... Ask Frank anything. Ask Frank anything. Ask Frank anything. Ask Frank anything. All right. If you are up right now because you're cleaning up Thanksgiving dinner, if you are awake right now because you're getting ready to jet off to Walmart or Target to take advantage of some of those incredible deals, then uh, perhaps this is the first time you're hearing this show. Perhaps this is the first time that you are hearing this segment. If that's the case, it's quite simple. All you have to do is dial 800-848-9222, and you can ask me a question about anything you like. doesn't mean I have the answer. Uh, you can ask me the ultimate meaning to life, the universe, and everything. The closest I can come to an answer is the number 42. Beyond that, though, if you're curious about my opinion on something, if you want to know um, who my third grade teacher was, if you want to know any questions about the uh, inside of the radio business, you have questions about uh, baseball, pro wrestling from 1980 to 2002, if you have questions about anything that I might be able to answer, the only thing I can promise is that I will make a good faith effort to answer your questions. Now, uh, we have a real treat today because since it is a holiday for a lot of people, my wife, Rachel, is here. And hello, hello there, honey. Hello. It is great to have you on the show. Your first time on this incarnation of the program, I believe. I think so, yeah. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for being had. And um, we're going to try, we're going to give people the opportunity to do a little ask Rachel anything as well, but you have very specific requirements about what kind of questions you will answer, right? Well, not just kinds of questions. I reserve the right to refuse to answer any questions. Got it. Okay. How was your Thanksgiving? It was very good. It was a lot of food. It was yeah. indeed. Yeah. Wasn't it? What was your favorite? Oh, what was my favorite? Oh my gosh! Oh no, I'm on the spot. Probably, probably uh, the mashed potatoes. I'm um, a mashed potato sucker. The mashed potato sucker. Yeah. Now, uh, we could chat about this a little bit later. Oh, so when people call, just um, just specify to Matt, who's doing the job of three or four people today. Um, if your question is for Frank or for Rachel or for both, either way, it's fine. And uh, the lines do fill up quickly. Right now, there are three open lines, so I would try and get in while you can. And if the lines get, are busy when you try and call in, you can, um, you know, just call in a little bit later. But um, our son was born two years ago mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving, but you don't consider Thanksgiving his birthday. No, because that's not how calendars work, Frank. He was born. <laughs> 
face. So you think that because he was born on Thanksgiving, obviously the date of Thanksgiving always moves, right? Because Thanksgiving is right, always on a Thursday. Right, exactly. He was born on November 25th. This year, November 25th is a Saturday. But if he was born on Memorial Day, we'd always celebrate it as the last Monday in May. No, we, we wouldn't. No, Why we not? wouldn't. Because he wouldn't always have his birthday on a Monday. It would be a Tuesday, Wednesday, but Thursday. But his, his birthday is always the last Monday in May, or in this case, the fourth Thursday in November. But it, that's just... It's not accurate. But why is it okay to count Thanksgiving that way? We don't always say, oh, Thanksgiving's always November 25th. We, it well, because, rotates. No, yeah, right. Thanksgiving moves. But, Christmas doesn't move. New Year's doesn't move. Fourth of July doesn't move. Right. But so he happened to be born. But they're always on the same date, regardless of the day of the week. Yeah. Okay. Well, I still enjoy celebrating it on Thanksgiving. Just so. a way to confuse our son. Yeah, exactly. All right. 800-848-9222. 800-848-9222. All right. One of our former listeners of the week, Anonymous, says I should speak up. It sounds like I'm trying not to wake up the rest of the house. So I'm going to boost my levels a little bit. Let me know if that's okay, um, Mr. Uh, Matt Blaze, who I know you're phone screening simultaneously right now. And we'll get into a little more details on this a little bit later. But we're, we're out of town, so we're actually in the lobby of a hotel doing this. So I don't think we're in danger of waking up anybody out here. But, you know, you never know. I'm trying not to be obnoxious and take advantage of the, uh, the generosity of uh, the folks here at the hotel that we're staying at. We'll get into that a little bit later. All right. Uh, let me hear your questions. 800-848-9222. Let me begin with Charlie in Hell's Kitchen. Hey there, Charlie. What's your question? talking about people who need kidneys and people who need organs and organ transplants and stuff. And what I wanted to know, because I'm in relatively good shape, uh, I wanted to know if I, how do I donate a kidney? How do, do you still have the information about that? that you do, are you looking to do this while you're alive or after you're dead? No, I would be interested in donating a kidney because you can't donate a heart or lungs, obviously. No, so I, yeah, I, I understand. So you, you would donate one now? Yes. Okay, um, and you're in relatively good health? Yes, I am. And uh, Okay, the best thing that I can direct you to is uh, there's two websites. One is organdonor.gov, and the other is americantransplantfoundation.org. Both of those websites will answer all your questions about how you can uh, begin this uh, process and how you can go forward with this. But uh, and if you want to also do you email Charlie? You do, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. If you would email me as well, because we have a lot of listeners that could actually use a kidney. And I'm sure, you know, if you could save the life of someone that listens to this show, that's much better than just saving any other ordinary life. You'd rather, or at I least agree. I'd rather. I, All I right. Totally so great. What also, is your email address? It, it's, um, I'm going to put you on. Oh, no, no. Actually, Matt's got his hands full. So I'll just give it to you over the air. It's frank.morano, frank.morano at redapple.com. Frank Morano at Red Apple dot com. That's Frank Morano at Red Apple dot com. Because uh, even just recently, a great guy, I don't know if he wants his identity out there, listens to the show every day. He was telling me he could use a kidney. And, um, you know, I'm sure he would, would love yours, Charlie. So thank you for that. Very kind of you. Red Apple dot com. So the address again is Frank Morano. At, that's a with a circle around it, 
RedAppleAudioNetworks.com. That's it, Charlie. And God bless you even for considering that. You're uh, you're a better human being than most. That's wonderful. And uh, so I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, Charlie. Uh, and email me. Happy Thanksgiving. So uh, I've said that I think the, the best thing anybody can do is give an organ to someone while you're alive and while they're alive and save someone's life. You know, in Judaism, they believe that if you saved someone's life, it is the equivalent of saving the world because to someone or to some people that person is the whole world and you really do um i think you if for those of you that believe in god i think you go straight to heaven i think no matter what you do um, if you save someone's life through donating an organ, I think you're going straight to heaven. I, I think you buy yourself a lot of goodwill in whatever religion you happen to adhere to. 800-848-9222 if you have a question for me or for Rachel. We are uh, going to take them throughout the hour. 800-848-9222. Paul is in Manhattan. Hey there, Paul. Hi, Frank. Um, you're familiar with the promo that ABC is running right now with you talking about uh, Curtis being shot, the whole taxi cab situation? Yes, I am familiar okay. with it, yes. Are you, what would have happened had Curtis not gotten into the cab that day? Would they have come back the next day or another week? Okay, well, uh, with the caveat that the only reason we know anything about this is because of the testimony of Joey D'Angelo, and Joey D'Angelo would not be the first person to, um, you know, to lie uh, in terms of uh, what he said on the witness stand in order for a more lenient sentence. With that disclaimer, yes, they would have come back uh, to get Curtis another day. They had uh, tracked him and tracked his movements for, for. Uh, uh, days and weeks in advance of June 19th of 1992. Okay, a, a quick question for Rachel and you. Uh, do you know each other's blood types? I think so. Yeah, I am uh, I am a positive and Rachel is a negative. No, I'm O positive. O positive, right. Because, uh, and so is my son. He's O positive. So R Rachel can give blood to our son and she can give blood to me, but she can't take my blood. Okay, and in, in in the in in say you were either one of you were in a situation, who would be more likely to use the phrase? Uh, by the way, I'm Frank Morano's wife, or I'm <laughs> Rachel Morano's husband. <laughs> I'll, I'll defer to you on that one, honey. I've certainly said I'm Frank Morano's wife, so I don't know if you've ever said you're Rachel Morano's husband. I think that probably gets you in more trouble than... Uh, yeah. I don't than, admit it that often. Yeah. Um, you know, I th Rachel is, um, I would say, much more humble than I am. So if there is something to be uh, gained in a circumstance, uh, I'm trying to think of what it is, maybe not wanting to wait in line at a at a bar or a nightclub or trying to get a reservation in Atlantic City, I have no problem or, dropping or, the Frank Morano. Or Morano's getting a DWI charge or something. <laughs> Well, I don't think uh, I don't think dropping Frank or Rachel will help you get out of that, and people shouldn't try it. Eight hundred eight four eight ninety two twenty two. Igor is in New Jersey. What's your question, Igor? Uh, greetings, Frank. It's uh, the question is for your wife. Wonderful. And uh, it, so, Rachel, hi. How you doing? Um, what, do, what do you think Frank's greatest strength is as a person, and what do you think his greatest weakness is? And lastly. How do you deal with all the uh, young women, the groupies that follow Frank around? <laughs> Most of my groupies are over the age of 80, but go ahead, honey. What do you think? Um, I think your greatest strength probably is, is just talking to people. I think you're able to connect with people from, you know, 
all walks of life, you can talk to a billionaire sort of the same way you talk to a janitor. So I think connecting with people and your greatest weakness is probably There's one. I'm just going to say I'm um, organization. You're mm. not very organized. Yeah. I, and I what, think, was there a third question? N- oh, no, I think that was <laughs> we'll end it there. 800 848 Joe is in the Queens. Hello, Joe. Yeah, I have a wordsmith type question. Uh, by the way, Rachel has a seductive voice. It's oh. kind of bothering me. It's, you know, I wasn't ready for it. But, uh, yeah, uh, three part words. Uh, shortcomings, I think, if someone has shortcomings, uh, whether or think someone else does, I see that as more intrinsic, intrinsic rather than, say, addicted to cigarettes as a shortcoming. The second thing was, could be conscrewed, that would mean, you know, someone could be conscrewed as attractive, maybe by some, but not all. And my third wordsmith thing is uh, loose change, which you normally think of change, but in the context of a mobster movie, uh, it could be we got to knock off a few uh, loose change that we didn't knock off. And also, would you, if you had a choice between strawberries or raspberries you could just pick one what would rachel pick you, um so uh, i'm lost on the first part of your question uh, but honey i i'll let you address the strawberry versus raspberry aspect of it which is the more e- the easier one for me to understand strawberries strawberries uh, you know, I, I think I would probably go raspberry if I'm eating the fruit. But if we're talking a smoothie or something flavored, I go, I go uh, strawberry. The raspberries go bad too quickly, though. Mm. That's the that's the cavalot with that. All right, eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. That's eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Neil is on Staten Island. Hello there, Neil. Hey, Frank, uh, you know, you're a real difficult guy at times, Frank. Let me ask you a question. Say Carmine was born on February 29th. What would you say? His birthday is only going to be every four years? Absolutely. <laughs> so what would you do in the other three years? Not celebrate? No, I don't know. I mean, what would you want to do then, honey? We would celebrate it on the... Uh... We'd celebrate on the twenty eighth, I guess, right? Or the I think that's what people do. Yeah, I guess that's it. But uh, but but you know, I would celebrate it on the last Monday in February or whatever day he happened to be born, and that would be his birthday every every year. You know. So the, hold on, I, can, I, I need to clarify, and I'm yeah. sorry, Neil, if I'm stepping on your question here, but Frank, is your issue because he was born on Thanksgiving? If he would, if he were born on not a holiday. Would you still be taking this, using this method of celebrating? It, it was just birthday? easy. It's just easy to keep track of. So if that you were way. just born on November twenty fifth and it weren't Thanksgiving, the year he were born, would you be saying that he, we should always celebrate? Probably it on not. The third? Probably okay. not because I wouldn't remember okay. that it was the okay. fourth Thursday. Do you of the realize month. how absurd this is? No, I think it's very reasonable. Okay. Honestly, 800-848-9222, We're going to continue with your questions in just a moment. Uh, this is the other side of midnight. We're doing an Ask Frank and Rachel anything. So you can ask Rachel whatever you like. You can ask me whatever you like. And Rachel's not saying that she's going to answer everything. I'm going to make an effort to answer everything. All right. This is the other side of midnight. Continuing with your calls straight ahead. The other side of midnight with Frank Morano. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. sister-in-law named Sarah and uh, yesterday I was talking about the problems that Hall and Oates are having with one another the litigation that we don't necessarily know what it's all about and I said to Sarah sorry about what Hall and Oates are going through and uh, she looked at me like I had success she said what do you mean I said oh they're the who's Hall and Oates she said or something along those lines and she said and I said uh, they're the ones that sing Sarah smile and she apparently has never liked the song but uh, she seemed sorry to hear uh, they were having some problems anyway all right if you're just tuning in this is the other side of midnight this is a very rare edition of uh, a segment called the other side of midnight proudly presents ask frank ask frank anything ask frank anything ask frank anything ask frank anything so my wife, Rachel, is here because, you know, we're out of town celebrating Thanksgiving together. So if you have questions for either of us, for either me or for Rachel, now is the time to ask them. So ask away. Whoever comes up with the best question in the eyes of Matt Blaze, we will send you. Are you ready for this? 
a magnet. We're going to give you a magnet, and uh, we'll see. Maybe maybe if we can think of another prize, we'll give you that too, but certainly a magnet. 800-848-9222. Let's say hello to Mike in New Jersey. Hey there, Mike. Frank, good morning, Rick. Good, mor- good morning, Frank, and good morning, Rachel. Rachel, thank you for sharing Frank with us. Uh, my question is, this is for both of you. Frank, if you had to be conjoined to a person, past or present, who would you choose? And Rachel, who would you like him to choose? Hmm. Let's see. Who would I choose if I had to be conjoined to a person? That's not something I would really... Um, uh, I guess I would choose Rachel because, you know, she knows... Um, all of my, uh, you know, everything, all the worst things about me. I feel like anybody else, there was, there was anybody else, I would inevitably be perpetually self-conscious and disappoint them. Now, maybe that would diminish after six, seven weeks of being attached at the hip to someone. But no, I'm going with, uh, I'm going with Rachel. What do you think? Well, that's really sweet. But I was hoping you were going to say someone wealthy. So that way, at least they'd pick up the tab wherever you were forced to go with them. Mm -hmm. Well, you know that? uh, No, I I don't know. I'd be too self-conscious. You know, you got to shower and everything and go to the bathroom. Yeah. uh, I don't even like you. I wouldn't even like to do that with you. But if I had to, it would be, you know. It would be you. 800-848-9222. Uh, Ray is in the Bronx. Ray, what's your question? Yes. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, uh, Frank. And Thank Rachel. you. You too. Okay. Uh, let, let's start with a funny question. Rachel, how old is Frank? Only kidding. Only kidding. Okay. How much, <laughs> Rachel, how much of, of, of the broadcast every night do you listen to? And which one of Frank's idiosyncrasies annoys you the most? The amount that I listen to varies um, sometimes. So, you know, four hours. I listen on the podcast. I don't listen live because I sleep. Um, I don't know. It varies from 15 minutes to the entire show. Hmm. Um, and one of the, I, I don't know, I noticed today. So Frank twirls his, and I didn't notice this today. Frank twirls his hair on his head. And I noticed today our son doing it. So that um, caused me concern. Oh, because no. It's it's kind of endearing, and sometimes, and other times. All it's right, good annoyed. question though, right? Thank you. Eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Roger is in Rockland. What's your question, Roger? Hey, how are you, Frank and Rachel? Um, happy Thanksgiving. Um, Thank you. You too. I called in. I was listening to uh, Dominique Carter earlier. You know, before you, and um, I'm just. My main question is. What do you think about his assessment of Mayor Adams uh, with regard to this new allegation? Uh, I, I'm going to share with you also. I think I, I, I don't like the guy in any way, shape or form, but I think this is complete garbage. What's going on? Um, it's, it's almost like yeah, it, Kavanaugh and, and even even Cuomo, another guy I, I can't stand. But it's always yeah, like, so, uh, a weird I, thing. So I'll give you my uh, quick take, uh, Roger. And, um, you know, for people that listen on WABC in New York, I did this in uh, my uh, top of the hour commentary. I think it's impossible to judge the validity of this claim 30 years later. I mean, there's a reason statutes of limitations exist. I mean, there's another situation, and it's expiring this week, this uh, adult survivor's um, law. So um, there's a reason statutes of limitations exist. They exist because... Um, people's memories fade, uh, evidence degrades, uh, you 
are not able to prove certain things the more time passes. So I, I think the whole idea, uh, and I understand why they did it. There are a lot of people that were victimized by a lot of uh, people or institutions, and they, um, you know, they felt that they deserved some money. I understand why they did it, but it's impossible to know whether or not uh, Adams did this or not, or Kevin Parker or anybody else that um, you know that's being accused years ago. Unlike Kevin Parker, I have never heard any indication that Eric Adams had a anything like a violent temper or had a kind of a lascivious side that got got him in trouble. And again, I, I'm uh, generally a critic of Mayor Adams, too, although I, I do like the guy personally. And um, yeah, so I, I, I have no idea if there's anything to these charges. But I think that's the this is the problem with the Adult Survivors Act, that it's just impossible to prove or disprove what happens? So that's my take. Uh, 800-848-9222. Al is in New York City. Hey there, Al. Hey, Frank. Uh, good to hear you, and uh, your wife sounds lovely. Thank you. Yeah, uh, he called you Rebecca, by the way, honey, about right before our son was born uh, two years ago, in, in, uh, when we yeah. were doing the $1,000 minute, just so you're aware. <laughs> I'll forgive him. Yeah, but don't forget to tell her I predicted the birth. You gotta remember that. That's right. He he predicted that Carmine would be born and that his birthday would be on Thanksgiving. Then he gets a pass. Yeah. One month okay. before. I did that with three people already. Uh, listen, I want to ask a question. How did you guys meet? And uh, I want to know if uh, if Rachel had a particular song that she would like. I have a friend who's a singer, and uh, remember I had done laughter in the rain for you. Mm -hmm. but, you know, I'd like to know something that she perhaps would like. And, uh, you know, it would take about two weeks, but uh, she might enjoy that, you know. All right. Well, I'll, I'll let Rachel tackle both of this. Uh, is there a special song request that you have for Al to have produced? Oh, that's really nice. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I like Billy Joel mm -hmm. a lot. He's one of my favorite uh, recording artists. So um, maybe something from him. Uh, but to answer the question how we met, um, we were both... We were both both very very involved in Staten Island um, life. I was a reporter covering Staten Island, and you were um, and still are just very involved in, in Staten Island civic life. And our paths crossed a lot uh -huh. at various functions, and um, you know we would always chat, and we always enjoyed speaking to. So each other. I'll give you my answer, uh, Al, which is you know basically the same as Rachel's, albeit uh, slightly more detailed. I was serving as a grand juror, and this is why people should not try to get out of, of jury duty, because you never know. You might meet a, a future wife. I was serving as a grand juror, and it was up the block from Borough Hall, which is the seat of, uh, of Staten Island's government, and during the lunch break, I was going to meet a friend of mine that worked there, and um, I was standing outside of Borough Hall waiting to meet him, and then somebody knocks on the window before you know to for me to turn around and i see it was tom robleski who's a, a staten island advance a political columnist who was formerly the editor of the borough hall bureau formerly the political editor and he motions for me to come into his office so i come in and uh, i see this very very attractive but very busy uh woman in glasses you know typing on a uh, on a computer 
and he said, I want you to meet Rachel. She is, uh, she's going to be re replacing me as I move full-time to just doing opinion. And uh, I said, hello, and she said, oh, you know, it's funny. I just called your, I just actually called your dad. And uh, I said, oh, well, he was in the medical marijuana business at the time, and Rachel was doing a story about medical marijuana. And then, um, you know, so that was that. A couple of months later, uh, we're at a, uh, an election night event. Rachel's working it as a reporter. I was there for the free booze, and uh, I see her, and I go over and say hello both to Tom Robleski, who had introduced us a couple of months before, and to her. And her response upon meeting me the second time was, it's nice to meet you. So clearly that's the kind of uh, impression that, uh, that I left. And, uh, and then we became friends mostly because I wanted Rachel to use me as sources for her articles and quote me in her articles, which she did not ever do. I'm still hoping that we'll change one day, uh, no matter how many years we have to stay married in order for that to, ha to happen. Uh, 800-848-9222. Robert is in Philadelphia. Hello, Robert. Hi, Frank. It's good to talk to you. And, Rachel, it's nice to meet you. Um, I had a question for each of you, one for Frank and a, like kind of a fun one for Rachel. But now that I hear that she was a reporter, I want to ask you both the same question. Um, Frank, I, I love when you do interviews, no matter who it is. If it's of any interest to me, I listen because you. you're great at it. You're very, you let them say what they want to say unfiltered, and that's rare. Um, I think it's because you're a free thinker and level-headed, which is a rare uh, quality to find in one person. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted to ask what interview truly stunned or shocked you? And I would like to ask Rachel the same question. If it's not so much interviews, what answer to a question truly shocked or stunned her? You guys have a great night and a great holiday. Yeah, thank you, uh, Robert. You want to answer that first, honey? Anything that immediately comes to mind? I have to think a little bit, actually. Yeah, so do I. Um, I, you know, the only instance I can really remember of of my being stunned was interviewing someone who. Um, now I, I kind of knew that this was their view, so I don't know if it was if it was actually stunning because I knew going into this interview that this is how they believe, but to hear them say it was um, w was pretty jarring and pretty shocking. I had interviewed someone that believed that the there was no Sandy Hook shooting and that there was uh, that these children weren't really murdered in that Sandy Hook shooting, even though I knew that that was that fella's position just to hear him say it was very uh, very jarring to hear uh, hear that that out of someone's mouth that's mine but uh, you want to you want to come back we'll come back to you on that one honey yeah okay 800-848-9222 800-848-9222 let me say hello to chris in the catskills hi chris happy black friday frank and rachel uh so i guess i got two questions real quick Finishing up on what we were talking about this morning, if Jamal Bowman, congressman representing uh, the New York City area, he is a, a militant progressive. If he were primary challenged by a socialist, would that give Andrew Cuomo the opportunity, as you had said, to step in and have a three-way primary where he could potentially win a Democratic primary for Congress? And the two of you with your relationship and being married, has it, it has it? caused an improvement in both of your respective skills as interviewers 
Um, so just so I understand the scope of the Bowman question, so your question, first of all, the, the, I think the, the more likely primary challenge to Jamal Bowman is from George Latimer, a more moderate Democrat. And I, I think, you know, basically Bowman is the socialist. I, I, I don't see how it's possible to be much farther left than he is. So, I mean, I, I don't see, look, but okay, I'll accept your premise. If there was someone uh, that was a socialist that was running against, uh, Bowman, would that provide an opening for Cuomo? Uh, my answer is no, because I think Cuomo's um, Cuomo's path back to elective office lies with the black community. He's always been popular with the black community. And, you know, uh, uh, this is not me saying this, but people like David Patterson have said this for whatever reason, whether it's Elliot Spitzer, whether it's Bill Clinton, whether it is Anthony Weiner. When you're under fire, when you're in turmoil, the black community, at least large swaths of it, adopts you as one of your own, even if you yourself are not black. David Patterson has said that. And if uh, we get him on the show, we'll say that. So I think a key part of any coalition that Cuomo would put together would be dependent upon the black community. That's why I don't think running against a black incumbent would be uh, a great strategy for him because... I, um, you know, I don't see him, I don't see the him, that helping him with the black community. Uh, honey, do you have an answer as to uh, Chris's question about um, if, I think his question was basically has being in a relationship with one another helped in our respective careers at all? I think that was, I think that was the summer substance of it. I think, I mean, I don't probably sort of, I mean, we have conversations a lot about, you know, various things. And so probably it's sort of. Um, we do help each other improve. I know I give you feedback on, on your, cause I listen to your show. So I give you feedback. So I don't know if that helps you, but, um, our, our, um, types of, of, um, reporting is very different, right? I'm a writer. And so I don't do these, I don't do audio interviews. So it's very different, but, um, yeah, I think maybe we probably help each other. improve. Yeah, I, I would certainly agree. 800-848-9222. Jacqueline is in Brooklyn. Hello, Jacqueline. Good morning to both uh, Rachel and Frank. Uh, Rachel, what I uh, since this is the first opportunity that I've had to talk to you, I'd like to say congratulations on your marriage and congratulations on becoming a mommy. Thank you. Um, I have a question. I have two questions for you, Rachel. One is about Carmine. It's a two-part question, and one is about Frank. And then I have a question for you, Frank. Sure. Um, Rachel, with regard to Carmine, has he or is he starting to go through the terrible twos? And what has he been doing? He is. Yeah, he's going through the terrible twos. Well, um, you know, he gets frustrated. So he, he'll throw things if he doesn't, if he feels like he's not being understood. Um, he does scream. He certainly raises his voice mm. and makes himself known. Um, and what was the second part of that? What did we do to... to, to no, well, you answered it. it was some of the things that he does. Yeah. Uh, you said he's, he's going through some of the terrible, two, yeah, the terrible twos yeah. and what his behavior is. Yeah. The other thing is kind of personal. I don't know if you want to answer it with regard to Carmine. Um, are you planning on giving him a brother or a sister mm-hmm. anytime soon? Um, well, I think that's up to, you know, not to get sort of religious or, but I think that's up to God. You know, that would be, okay. it would probably be nice, but that's all okay. in, in his hands. With, with the second question that I have for you, Rachel, with regard to Frank, is he really being serious about this thing with Carmine's birthday? 
I think so. Or I don't know. Sometimes it's hard radio. to tell. I think he, he just entertains himself with these sorts of things. And I think he just, once he starts, he sort of gets on a roll. And the longer he just keeps up the bit, the funnier it is to himself. So it's, sometimes it's hard to tell. Yeah, yeah. sometimes I don't well, even know. You don't even know. Well, if you're yeah. having a problem, Frank, remembering when his birthday is, very simple. December 25th is Christmas. November 25th is Carmine's birthday. Yeah, trust me, I'm going to have a much easier time remembering Carmine's birthday than Christmas. Believe me, that uh, ah. that date's uh, etched in my brain. Uh, did you have a question for me as well, Jacqueline? If for not, you, yes. Um, I just heard about this uh, accusation with uh, the mayor of New York City, and I didn't hear... Uh, is the, have they specified if the accuser is male or female? Yes. Uh, the media reports uh, covering the lawsuit have specified that it is uh, a woman. Okay. Yeah. Thank right. you. Thanks, Jacqueline. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Uh, we're going to continue with your question in a moment. One open line if you want to uh, jump on board with a question for me or for Rachel. Very special edition of Ask Frank Anything in that uh, my lovely wife, Rachel, is here as well. Uh, we'll continue in a moment straight ahead the other side of midnight it's the other side of midnight with frank morano This is The Other Side of Midnight, a very special edition of The Other Side of Midnight because I am uh, joined in this first hour of the program uh, by my beautiful wife, Rachel, who, uh, in addition to uh, being lovely, uh, g just uh, gave me the thing that I am most thankful for in life, my uh, son, Carmine, who is just delightful. And uh, she has bravely chosen to join me in answering your questions this hour at 800-848-9222 as we embark upon another edition of The Other Side of Midnight proudly presents Ask Frank Ask Frank Anything Ask Frank Anything Ask Frank Anything Ask Frank Anything, Ask Frank anything. All right, well, let's hear him. Uh, let me say hello to... Marie on Long Island. Hi there, Marie. What's your question? Hi, guys. Very special treat, Rachel. Um, okay, real quick. Uh, husband and wife had pet peeves, right? I could tell you my husband's two things that not bother me, but like he doesn't lick the peanut butter spoon clean, and he doesn't fold the clothes correctly like I do, but I accept it because 40 years together. Anyway, what could be your pet peeve about Frank that he does around the house? And I know he helps you all the time. He tells us. And what, so each other, tell me, tell us, which one could be your pet peeve of each other? It's such a treat to, to hear. You didn't tell us she was coming on. I'm like so excited. I'm not one of those 80-year-old women. I'm 62. Well, so yeah. 40 you, years you, with my you are daughter. one of my younger groupies then. Uh, go ahead, honey. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Okay. Well, if, if this is specifically a pet peeve of, of what you do or don't do around the house, I would say... Uh, yeah, well, something that they do or you don't, they don't yeah. do it the way something we do really it. You understand mm -hmm. by now. Yeah. He will <laughs> often, Frank will oftentimes leave the front door ajar. 
not closed, not locked, in the middle of the night, ajar. I think that's Ooh. rare. You don't think that's rare? I would say you do it probably at least once a week. Uh, I, I, you know. Um, as far as my pet peeves with Rachel, there's one that's personal I'm not going to mention. And then... Um, well, that's good. You know, um, when, when Rachel decides that she wants to give me a hard time, rather than uh, listen to what I'm saying, she'll assume she knows what I'm going to say and then um, you know, say, I know, and then respond to what she thinks I'm going to say rather than just let me say it. And um, that, that can be somewhat irksome. Thank you for the call, though, Marie. 800-848-9222. Jim is in Green Bay. Hey, congratulations on the Packers today, Jim. Well, thank you. It's about time. <laughs> or yesterday, technically. Uh, I've got a question for the both of you, and my question is, of all the famous TV families like uh, Lucy and Desi and Burns and Allen and even the modern-day couples, which ones would each of you say you most represent at home? Hmm. That's a very good question. Uh, do you, does one come to mind for you, hon? <laughs> it didn't, but when he said Lucy and Desi, I actually just pictured them, but you're Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. It's pretty close. Um, you know, I don't know that there's anybody that's a, a perfect match in in my judgment. I think maybe the closest I can think of might be uh, Corey and Topanga from Boy Meets World. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. I don't. I, that's uh, that's the only one that for some reason stuck out in in my head. I, I'd like to give that one a little bit more thought. All right, eight hundred eight four eight ninety two twenty two. Two open lines. If you have a question. Uh, let me say hello to Nick in New Jersey. Hello, Nick. Yeah, hi. Uh, this is a question for both of you. Mm -hmm. um, if you both were able to have use uh, one spell from Harry Potter, what would it be and why? You know, I have to be honest. I'm not, and I don't know if Rachel is, I'm not familiar with the series. I, I haven't read the books, and uh, I've seen a couple of the movies, but I don't know enough about what spells are available. If you give me a few of the spells to choose from, I can answer, but I don't know. I, I haven't read the stories. I'm not familiar with them. I guess assault, defense, calling stuff towards you. Hmm. Um, uh, yeah, you know, I'm not comfortable answering because I'd want to familiarize myself with more of the spells. Do you have no, uh, an answer? I also answer don't on know the spells, yeah. Uh, fair enough. All right, 800-848-9222. Sal is in Goshen. Hello there, Sal. Uh, Matt, I'm having a tough time punching him in there. If you could punch him in for me, that would be super. Uh, okay, I'll try again here. Sal in Goshen. There we go. Uh, what's your question, Sal? Hey, Frank. On Tuesday night, you, on Tuesday morning, you mentioned you went shopping with Carmine. Buy some salmon. He wanted to push the cart. You put him back in the cart. He took a little fit. Then he wanted you to buy a car. But you mentioned that you went shopping for salmon first because your credit card would have ran out. So I'm curious. Do you budget your money that frugally, or do you have a debit card? I'm just curious because you made that... Well, I, you know, this week, I'm trying to get better with this, and this is um, a, a particular thorn in Rachel's side. She doesn't feel that I budget well, and she's probably right. But um, th that particular week, last week or this week, I was expecting to get um, a fair amount of money, and I had budgeted 
expecting that uh, extra thousand dollars last week and just imagine that you've planned two weeks out expecting x and instead you get y so because i didn't have that um you know that extra that extra money that was a particularly difficult difficult week but i use um i try not to use a credit card but when i run out of money in my checking account and i do have you know i need to buy something then, yeah, <laughs> I would put it on my credit card. 800-848-9222. Peter is in Queens. Hey there, Peter. Um, and again, madam, uh, I'm having, okay, I got him now, I think. Hey, what's your question, Peter? Yes, it's a hypothetical question for both of you. And I wanted to understand your answers. If you were before a judge and the judge asked you to do something and your spouse asked you to do something else because it might hurt her, which would you do? Um, what do you think, honey? Do you, uh, do you need more information from Peter I think I, on Yeah, this? I need clarification what exactly what the judge is asking me a question. I mean, I would answer honestly, but you also – you don't have to testify against your spouse if that's what he's asking about, testifying against your spouse. Mm-hmm. No, it's not any legal question. The judge asked the uh, spouse to do something, and then it would hurt the other spouse, so the other spouse doesn't think he should or she should do it. Which would you do? Yeah, yeah, Peter. I, I don't. I think we'd both need to know more about the details of the specific situation before answering that uh, personally. Eight hundred eight four eight ninety two twenty two. Lisa is in Connecticut. Hi, Lisa. Hey, I heard you on another oh radio God. show last hour. I thought you were exclusive <laughs> to me. I mean, what's the deal? I made you a star, and all of a sudden you're calling in all these other radio shows. I mean, what is that? Oh, I'm sorry if I offended you. You guys. No, no, friends. no. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Flattered really, to be in the category really of everybody else. No. Mm-hmm. You know no, you're Lisa, what's, what's your question, Lisa? I'm busting chops. So what's Rach, your question? So, Rachel, so glad to finally talk to you, and God bless you. And if you guys won the lotto, say that you had a million dollars, right? Where would you guys go and retire? What do you think? Oh, retire? Well, I mean, I don't yeah, think we would like, retire on a million. Let's say we're, we are retirement age and it's maybe time to, to go. I don't know. Okay, I, so if you had a million leave, dollars, what would you go? Wait, what would you do? Oh, well, if would we're not talking retire? about retirement, yeah. Well, no. Okay, so if you no. won the lotto, would you I would, retire I would or start, keep working? I'm, well, if it were enough to retire, I would retire. We, we've talked about this actually a lot. Frank always has... <laughs> These, you know, grand plans for what he would, how he would spend his uh, retire his his lottery money. So he has lots of various right. plans. My one big plan would be, of course, you know, to pay off the house, but then also to um, start a, a animal rescue. I would start an animal rescue oh, on Staten Island awesome. where we live. That's awesome. Thanks, Lisa. I would continue to um, to want to live where we live and uh, maybe get a uh, a second residence in uh, in Atlantic City, which is a place that I very much like to go. Eight hundred eight four, and maybe a third residence in uh, in Cape May as well. Eight hundred eight four eight ninety two twenty two. Let me say hello to Tony in Clifton, New Jersey. Hey there, Tony. Hey Frank, uh, this is a question for um, uh, both you and Rachel. Um, you seem like such a dynamic couple, and it's it's glad to get to to hear her. And you've been very creative 
uh, in your collaboration with Carmine, who's like beautiful wonder child, if you guys were to do a joint project, I know you're so busy, but you know, with the talents that you have, I think you, you, you would have a lot to, to, uh, to share with the world. And so what would the media be and what would the topic be? Would it be a podcast? Would it be, if you had time, would it be a documentary? Um, do you guys have sort of any, you know, plans to do something like that? And, and if you did have time, what would the topic be in this day and age? What do you think the world, you know, you could offer? I'm sure you Anything jump out at you, uh, honey? Yeah, I, I've brought this up with my wife many times, Tony, and uh, every time she says that uh, she would have a difficult time working with me because I'm disorganized or for whatever other, whatever other reason she may give, uh, I think it would be a lot of fun. I would love to... Um, I'd love to have like a full service media entity, a full service media outlet that would produce podcasts, that would produce live programming, that would produce content, which would be carried on radio shows. And uh, I think Rachel, because she is so organized, would be a very dynamic organizer. She'd be great in not only in terms of um, budgeting and putting a business plan together, but because she's familiar with the media aspect of things, uh, be very, very good with um really every aspect of the business. So I, I could, I'd love to have say, um, you know, a, uh, a Murano vision dot com, let's say that did everything. It was a full service media entity. And Rachel could maybe be the, uh, the COO of, uh, of Murano vision where maybe I could focus on the content and she could focus on the, the nuts and bolts. 800-848-9222. Bob is in Franklin. Hey, Bob. Morning, Frank. Hi, Rachel. I'm one of your blind guys Hi. that you helped get through the night, so thank you for doing that. Well, well, that, I appreciate that. Thanks for listening, Bob. And your, my question is, does Rachel enjoy the famous egg salad? <laughs> I do. It's, it's delicious. I don't eat it that much. Um, it's usually gone pretty quickly between Frank and Carmine. But I have had thank it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Bob. Eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. Brandon, hello. Hi, Frank. Hi, Rachel. Rachel, this one's for you. Um, I know you come from a lot of brothers and sisters, and uh, you know Frank being Stephanie's only. Does he act more like an only child, or does he act, you know, like he's has brothers and sisters too? Well, Frank does actually have um, siblings. He has half siblings. So his um, right. his father and his stepmom have have. So he has three siblings, and he's a he's a doting uh, older brother. He's a very good big brother. So he he with his mother, he is very much an only child. Um, mm -hmm. You can sort of see that in their relationship. You know, the mother son relationship. They 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 have that dynamic. But no, he's a very good a very good and giving generous brother. Yeah, thank you, Brandon. Um, yeah, I don't think it makes sense to squeeze another a question in here. Uh, those of you that are on hold, I'll be happy to grandfather you in and take your question throughout the uh, the day. Matt Blaze, I know you're running around doing the job of three people. Do you have a uh, a selection for who you think is the best question for this week? I have to go with Jim in Green Bay. Jim in Green Bay, a big day for him. He wins with the Packers, and he wins on Ask Frank Anything. All right, Jim, call back and uh, give Matt your address, and we'll send you something nice. 
All right. Um, we got a lot to get to. Believe it or not, it looks like my brother-in-law, Josh, has just walked in. That's a nice treat. Uh, we'll chat with him. Suzanne Miller is going to be here. We're also going to talk about Robin Williams. And Debbie Schlussel will do movies in our final hour. And this, the special Black Friday edition of The Other Side of Midnight. Until next hour, help control the pet population, get your dog or cat spayed or neutered.